All right, we will, we do have a few questions, and we will get us out of here on time, because my wife wants to play in the snow. Oh, yes. So we do have a few questions, but first, uh, first, just any questions for each other about interacting with our talks? Good job, guys. So what, okay, 15 minutes, not long. What was one thing that you had to cut out that you wish you could say? Um, I, I, I kind of added in the, the analogy about um, uh, Susan teaching, but I was going to go into that a little bit more and just um, how the, the, the goal of teaching is not just to deliver the content and how that's so often what we think about with respect to discipleship, but the goal is acquiring that and living that out and that that necessitates um, life on life. That necessitates us being in one another's business and in one another's lives um, because we can't do it any other way. Okay, so um, the, the only thing I would, would want to talk about more is just uh, practically what that looks like, which is exactly what, what you did, Tyler. I mean, it is so, like you said, ordinary. I mean, this is happening. We think, like I said in a moment, in my uh, time that we tend to think of that only as those big moments, but, um, but it's all those moments in between uh, that really... Um, where it really happens, because uh, we know there's so many times that uh, there's sin going unnoticed in the church, uh, and that's because people aren't involved in one another's lives, um, and, and it's not being corrected, and our brothers and sisters are drowning in, a, in it, and, um, and then there's times that, that we ourselves are, are drowning in it, and we need help, and, yeah. uh, and it's because we're, we're not involved. Um, Sam Alberry has a great thing where he says, if you're not actively involved in the life of the church, you're both being arrogant and saying I don't need it uh, I don't need that and you're being selfish because you're you're saying I'm not going to be there for others uh, and so so when we're not actively involved in the life of the church we're, we're being arrogant saying I don't need that and you do uh, that's the pride that comes before the fall and uh, and you're being selfish because you're saying I don't I don't care if they if they have have me or not uh, when when others need you in their life too one other thing that I, I was going to mention kind of is it just a preliminary overall encouragement <clears throat> um, is is how important what we're doing here this morning is and why it's important for us to talk about um, I mean because we're we're all in base groups I mean we're all we're all doing this so why why gather get together to talk about doing stuff together um, because uh, if 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 it's essential for us to engage with one another life on life in order to, for us to grow spiritually and our brothers and sisters to grow spiritually, then this time is well spent. And um, I, I believe that the spiritual maturity and the spiritual vitality of the church as a whole rises and falls at New Branch on how we're doing in our base groups. And you know, we're, we're, doing, we're doing good. But this is about strengthening what we're doing and doing what we're doing. If, it, if, if it's that important, then it's time well spent to gather for a couple hours on, on Saturday morning to strengthen that and to do that better uh, for the glory of God. Yeah. Um, I, think, I think I was, I was, for my part, 
I would have just gone in and hit a little bit more on the need for inter intergenerational. Uh, I think naturally we're gonna like gravitate towards folks that are our age, and sometimes it takes an extra level of being intentional to, uh, because schedules don't align and all these other kinds of things, uh, to, to be intentional with someone more seasoned and that sort of thing. But it's, that's Titus too, that's radically important stuff, so. Um, all right, all hard questions, we're just gonna throw right to you again, okay? <laughs> not, not that, I'm not sure which ones are hard, but we'll go from there. How have you combined time with people in your base group? How have you, like, combined time? I'm, I'm gonna pass because I don't do that well. I'm challenged by that. Um, I, I, I don't think that way. I was, you know, we were talking about that um, right as we were in in that last <laughs> discussion time, and I, I didn't have an opportunity to say that, but I'm, I'm, I'm challenged by that. I need to grow in that, um, you know. And so I, I'm, I was listening to all of the different ways, and I need to think that way, and I need to be challenged to do that more. But, but I'm not doing that well combining activities and thinking who can do this with me. Yeah. I think most of the things that I like use as illustrations were like things that we've done. Uh, Trent did go with me to purchase the snacks here and offer his input on what kind of snacks should be there. Um, that was this week. And then, and then we, all these tables were set up with, I mean, it was a couple of the guys were coming up here to set up all these tables and you know, we're setting up tables, getting the job done, but we're also having an opportunity to, to uh, talk with one another. Um, carpool, that's, uh, guys in my group have rode along with me for carpool. People at the school are like, who's this man that's picking you up today? But, um, but that's, that's, that's happened. Um, yeah, I could, those, I mean, most of the things I talked about are like actual things that, that we've done, so. Any other? Yeah, he's got a truck. That's right. If you, room, so what happens room is, in the back too. here's what happens. <laughs> <laughs> if you just like put your arms on the side and then you just put your foot on the tire, then you get called out in your sin. That's how it works every time. <laughs> so, that's like the magic thing. So I'll just hang out behind my truck, see what yeah. happens. <laughs> Any thoughts on, how, on ways that that could work? When it's worked well for, for us is, uh, I mean, meals, uh, having families over mm -hmm. for dinner, that's just uh, uh, um, the, one of the easiest things for us to fit into our lives because, like you said, we're already eating, we're going to eat. So having people over, and I just want to say, too, back what Ken said, you know, everybody here is doing this, and I think it's, and we all have room to grow, but if you're going to do it, do it well. Like, you don't want to go to the gym and half, <laughs> halfway do a workout, right? Or halfway do an exercise. So, so that word intentional, I keep going back to that. I mean, and the, and the downtimes, I've gotten the best information on brothers and sisters in downtime before and after worship service and before and after small group is what we did at Redeemer. And just, just as conversations, what's going on in your life right now? And I find out the most information from people. Uh, and I just use my phone. I will set reminders on my phone, ask them about this on Wednesday at 10 o'clock, and I get the yeah. reminder, and I ask them. So, no, I'm not that thoughtful, folks, if I've reached out to you. I'm just using technology to my benefit. I've got it, so why not use it? Um, I know one of the groups for a while, like, they 
had like guys calling each other on their commute, and I know that's something that um, we've, I mean, if I'm on 285, I need a brother uh, <laughs> en encouraging me. So, I mean, that's a, that's a time, like, I'm going to be here for two hours, so let's, have, let's make the most of it. So um, that's, that's something that we've seen. I think also, I think in order to do some of this stuff, one of the, maybe one of the other things that didn't get into mind, sometimes you have to, like, drop the drop the expectations, the pride of like, hey, my house is always going to be great. I mean, if, if, uh, if we only had people over when our house was clean, we wouldn't have people over. I mean, we had three children. That's the reality. That's, that's the reality. Uh, thank, th thank you, honey. Um, I was worried. Uh, but the, uh, and then also, like, like, when it comes to meals, like, it's okay, have someone over for something simple. Like, there's a great uh, Gospel Coalition article I read a few years ago about the difference between hospitality and entertaining. Um, so when you're, have, when you're having people over, we're not talking about entertaining, like pick up Publix chicken or pick up a pizza and then have people over. That's, it, can be, it can be simple. What are some questions? Oh, this is, this is for you pastor types. Um, <laughs> what are some questions you've used to start conversations, to have those spiritually uh, Intentional conversations. What are some questions to help transition? I think just very simply, how are you doing spiritually? How are you doing in your walk with God? Um, what, what has God been teaching you lately? Um, and, and I say those are, those are helpful to generate spiritual conversations because they're helpful when folks ask me those things. Um, and, and you can tell a lot about you know where someone is by what is God teaching? Them? Is God teaching them anything? Are they are they in the Word? Um, and and then like I was telling my group, um, start digging <coughs> the question why? Um, why do you think that? Um, and, and just start peeling away uh, the layers of that. And we have to be gracious with people because they're going to be ready for that kind of. Uh, soul mining at different levels and at different times and we can't expect everyone just to be willing to be an open book on day one but we need to be graciously pressing towards that um, why because we love them and we want them to continue to be formed in the image of Jesus and so um, we're, we're going to allow them to do them at a, do that at a, at a pace that's comfortable but at the same time we want them to feel that uncomfortableness um, and so uh, just start peeling away those, those, those layers like that. Um, I completely agree. Uh, the only thing I would add is that, let me tell you something I think that I'm realizing I need more and more in my own life is um, what's the biggest challenge you're facing right now? I'm going to ask people that. Uh, what's the biggest challenge you're facing right now? Um, so that I can pray for that. Um, and then where, where's an area you want to grow in, you know? And because, you know, I, I like to think in my own life, okay, I know I need to grow in this area. And I think it's like one and done, right? One prayer and it's done. That's just not true. Uh, and I need accountability in that. I need, I need um, uh, to continue to pray uh, through that and, uh, and seek to apply the gospel and scripture uh, to my life. So, so those are some areas where I think we can walk together and say, where, where is it that you're wanting to grow right now in, in your life? And maybe it's your patience on 285. Maybe it's your, uh, you know, your patience at work with a difficult coworker, whatever it is. Um, but where's an area you're wanting to grow? Maybe it's generosity, time, so on.
I think the better you get to know someone, the better you know the questions that they need to ask. Um, I mean, for me, when I'm doing well spiritually, I'm reading a lot, and there's all kinds of things specific about me that I'm doing those. Um, And then, like, those are the kinds of things that fall away as soon as I, like, start not doing well spiritually. And so I think the, the more time we spend, the more kind of questions we ask, we know better the specific things that we need to to, to ask somebody. So um, how do we keep from becoming a clique? Another way of saying, how do we go deep with each other, which builds super strong bonds, yet guard against being cliquish within the whole church body? Because there's a, there's a need, there's a need for breadth of relationships within the church. And then there's a need for depth of relationships. Um, and yeah, it's a great question. We don't... Well, and I guess along those lines, we, we only have... I mean, there's a, there's, a, there's a span of care thing that's at play there. And we only have um, so much margin in our lives to, to go to that kind of level with a certain number of people. But that doesn't mean that we can't go to some kind of level and go deeper with other people in the body of Christ. So, um, you know, along with, uh, with what Matt was talking about, we've been authorized by Jesus to guard the who and the what with everybody, with everybody that God has entrusted to our church family, everyone who's a member of our church family. And we're, we're just simply not going to be able to go to that depth with everyone um, that's that's why we're pressing into our base groups as the primary means, but that doesn't mean that uh, if I'm hanging out with somebody at a men's Bible study, certainly I should not just accept status quo and just shoot the breeze. Um, I, I should be willing to go there with them as well. Um, and um, so I, I don't think we need to look at this as kind of silos of, uh, of the church that we're separated from everyone else. We need to see, I have a responsibility for everybody in the body of Christ. But the reality is I'm only going to be able to, to really press in deeply with a certain number of people. And so I'm going to do that with folks in my, in my group. Yeah, somebody needs to know me well enough to know the questions that I need to be asked. Mm-hmm. And somebody, and I need to know other people well enough. And so um, we have to have some depth. But then, yeah, breadth. And, and there's, there's a lot of life experience and things like that that aren't in my group that I need from other people in the broader church body. Um, so, yeah. Now you say something smart. <laughs> I, I, no, I completely agree. And, and so you, we've only got so much bandwidth and margin for, for so many deep relationships. But what that means is since I get to have so much time with folks in my base group, when I'm here on Sunday morning, I don't feel like I have to. To, to spend much time with them here. Does that make sense? So I can spend a lot of time with other people uh, because I already get a lot of time with them. So I'm going to be intentional actually to not spend that much time with them and not get caught up in too many conversations with them and try to talk to other people here and at men's uh, fellowships, women's fellowships, and, and other times when the life of the church is together. I want to try to make sure that I'm getting the breadth of relationship and I am uh, talking with other people and involved in their lives. Well, and, and, and to add on to that, and this, this, you know, I know bleeds over into another question that you've got there, is if, if we are, um, if we're cliques, 
it's going to make it very difficult for us to assimilate new people mm-hmm. into our groups. And we have to be open. We don't ever want to close our groups. Mm-hmm. Um, if we feel the press to close our groups because we've got too many people, then, then we, need to, we need to be multiplying. Mm-hmm. And that in and of itself as well is going to be a guard against being a clique. Mm-hmm. So how do we do that, right? How do we, how do we go deep with these people knowing that we're going to have, we're, we're, we need to be assimilating new people in. Um, so how, how do we, that's a, that's a, a dynamic that's, that's challenging. Um, so Matt, how would you handle that? <laughs> or to pose the question differently, how do we do the hard work of investing with one another, knowing that we'll be assimilating new people and others will leave? Navigating that's difficult. Um, we've all spent time, let me go to an extremes case, we've all spent time with someone uh, and then that invested a lot of time there in that relationship fall apart to some extent. I'm sure you've been there. Uh, maybe they moved away for whatever it was. And uh, I think we just got to trust the Lord's sovereignty and if what he's brought into our life at that time, uh, do it uh, to the best, to God's glory, and just know um, that... Uh, we're not seeking to become possessive of, mm-hmm. of relationships. Uh, we're going to be open-handed uh, and uh, and know that um, uh, just to, to be faithful with the task at hand in the moment and knowing that when groups multiply, that's the, the nice way to say it, right? Split. Birth. Right? That's birth. birth multiply. Those are never the, divide. Those are the good ways to say them. But when they split, that's how you feel it. That, yeah, you feel like a little bit's rend uh, from your heart as well, and that's understandable. Uh, we love one another, and we uh, cherish the relationships that we have, uh, but also know that, praise God, you know, that there's more folks coming in, and the efforts uh, are, are being multiplied, and the folks that you were in close communion with are going to be uh, pouring into others' lives, and that's a good thing. That's a good thing that more people... Uh, are striving side by side and helping one another follow Jesus. That is a beautiful thing. Yeah. You know, and, and, and I think back, you know, the people in my life, um, you know, even even some of the folks that have left recently, I look back and, like, the, the, the fruit that is born in my life as a result of time with them is still there. So it wasn't time wasted. That time, whatever time it was, was up to the sovereignty of God. And so in God's providence, um, he allowed that relationship for a time, and it bore fruit in my life, and I trust that it bore fruit in their life as well. And I'm thankful for that. Um, and um, I, I think, you know, providentially, there were nine barriers, um, but I'll add that as a tenth because you've got to have ten. Uh, that, that's a barrier, right? That, that's, that's, a, that's a barrier that we have to overcome that we're going deep, trusting one another there's confidentiality but we need to assimilate new people and others are going to leave or whatever we're we, that that's a barrier we got to overcome that we got to figure that out and um and, and trust that for whatever time god has us together um, doing life on life together it's it's to help me be formed into the image of christ and to help them be formed into the image of christ and, and trust that he's going to do that, whether that's a year or two years or five years or whatever it is. And then when that's over, I'm going to grieve that, but I'm going to be thankful for what he did in my life and their life as a result of that. 
Um, but we can just admit that's hard and then just continue to overcome that. Yeah. Last question. Um, and you only get like 90 seconds. 90 seconds each, maybe. Does or should a base group act corporately in the case of a willfully erring member, or does it only act individually and then report it to the leadership? So tell it to the church. So it's a question about church d discipline. Is that? Yeah, so, so Matthew 18 is pretty, pretty clear. I'm grateful that Jesus spelled that out for us. Um, there's, there's an initial step on one of them. <laughs> um, and again, you know, these are not, we're not silos of the church. Right, we're we're the church, and so this doesn't just have to happen in base group. But I, I think it's going to happen there most predominantly because we're going deep with one another, and we're asking one another how we're doing. We're challenging one another. That's part of church discipline, is to challenge one another. So that's the that's the one on one, and, and then I think it goes even to the next step, two or three on one, because we're we're doing this together. And I think that second step of church discipline is is also part of that. It's like brother. We're seeing this in your life, and we're seeing this in the Word, and the two don't match up, and we're asking you to repent. Um, but then that third step is not done in the base group. At that point, it becomes a, a corporate thing to the body of Christ. Um, and so that, that's how I would answer that. So, yeah, one, for steps one and two absolutely can happen within, within the context of uh, the, the, the base group, but that third step tell it to the church, bring them before the church, call them to repentance, um, is the third step that cannot happen in a base group. That is, that is the broader corporate body of Christ that that takes part in. More than 90 seconds. Yeah, it doesn't matter. He conceded his time to you. Um, so on that, on that, when is it necessary to get the elders involved? Like after step two, like me and another brother can go to someone? Um, like when is it? Do I need the elders involved? One-on-one, on one, yep. two or three-on-one, on and then bring it to the elders. Okay. So by the time it comes to you guys, I've already like confronted this, some, this guy with someone. Yeah, and, 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 and we've entertained those conversations in the past, and it's always, have you gone to them? Mm -hmm. Yes. Then have you gone with them with two or three other witnesses? Mm -hmm. Yes. Then okay, you can, you can talk to us about this. If you haven't, we're not going to listen to that. Good stuff. Let's uh, pray, and then um, anyone that would feel so inclined to help us get ready for tomorrow, bless you. Um, one, well, I got one more question right here. Do we have time for it? What? Yeah. It says, how is the church's insurance? Because I plan on doing a wicked donut before I leave the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's paid up. <laughs> Um, <laughs> let's pray. Yes, sir. Before everybody leaves, some of you grew up in this area. Yeah. You're not used to that. Okay. You could just call me by name, Dan. Ladies, please be very careful walking. You'll slip and you'll fall. We don't want that to happen. And when we get on the road,
Sure. Yeah, let's pray and then grab your children quickly. Uh, Father God, thank you for this time we've had together to, to consider intentionally, Lord, how we can um, more and more spur one another on in the Lord. God, I pray that coming out of this, um, we would continue to have these conversations, that this would continue to be on our heart, that we would continue to be intentional about pouring into um, another brother or sister um, here in our church. Um, and God, I pray that you would uh, continue to, to, to do your work of using your body to, uh, to grow us all up. Um, Lord, we know that when it's working properly, it grows us all up into maturity. Um, Father, I do pray that you would be with us as we go out from here. Um, keep us safe as we uh, drive home. And I pray that in Jesus' name. Amen.